This is episode number 104, and today we are recapping week 15 of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Well, hey there, another beautiful Saturday to you. Uh, I hope this week has been really great for you and that you've really enjoyed all these episodes we've been digging into. This was a pretty, uh, this was a pretty heavy week. This was a pretty deep week as far as uh, things that we discussed, but also some lighthearted moments as well. So hopefully you got a lot out of these episodes. We kicked off our week as normal with an interview, and uh, this week I was able to talk to my buddy Daniel Burke, who accidentally became a Bible teacher just through uh, circumstances and his own journey of trying to get deeper in his Bible study, and uh, we talked about some really cool things that he's been doing with his online ministry. The first thing we talked about was how he read the Bible in 30 days, which is kind of crazy to think about. We talked about how he... uh, he did a study on prayer and invited other people to join with him and to to really dig in and, and think about how can we make our prayer lives more effective. And then also how he was able to use Facebook in order to help someone become a Christian who is now serving in the same ministry that he was when he became a Christian. So really cool uh, interview, a lot of great takeaways for anyone who wants to be effective in sharing their faith online and also wants you know to be inspired to go deeper in their Bible study. Because uh, the biggest takeaway that uh, I had, at least, was uh, that he did read the Bible in 30 days. And really, the things that he learned about that, that it's not just about reading the Bible and doing it in such a way that you can brag about it to other people, but when you read the Bible in such large chunks, when you're reading books at a time, not just verses at a time, you really see the Bible with this 30,000-foot view and things that you never noticed before start to make sense. And, you know, so so Daniel started connecting the dots with all these different characters in the Bible and really seeing the story play out at a grand scale. And I know that when I took the challenge, I wasn't quite as ambitious. I, I read the Bible in 75 days. But uh, but still, even so, the, the impact of that on my own understanding and grasp of the Bible as a whole really, uh, it really made a big difference. So, I would encourage you to go back and listen to those two episodes to uh, to really learn from the things that God has been teaching uh, Daniel. In On Tuesday, episode 100, we made it to 100 episodes, which is crazy to think about because 100 is, it's like a big number. You know, that's like a lot of episodes. And so uh, I reflected on what the first 100 episodes have meant to me and uh, the the impact that you guys have had on me just on your feet with your feedback and uh, submitting your questions and leaving your views and, and in discussions that I have with some of you guys, uh, I really am enjoying the process of creating this podcast with you and helping to make it better each and every week. And, you know, just talked about some plans for the future, some things uh, I want to do that are exciting moving forward. And um, so, yeah, so if you want to kind of get a state of the union address of the podcast, then definitely go back and listen to episode number one. In episode number 101, which would been would have been on Wednesday, um, talked about how I am not your guru, that I am not the, the end-all be-all about what is right about following God, and that there are going to be times where you disagree with my take or my perspective, 
or on something that I say. And that is totally okay. I am not the authority when it comes to uh, living in accordance with God's word. God is. Jesus is the authority. Jesus is the one that we are following. And so uh, I never want this podcast to replace your relationship with God. I never want it to replace your personal Bible study, your prayer life, uh, when, you know, when you fast, that this is just uh, to help you. This is an extra tool in your toolbox to help you as you continue to strive to bear fruit in your life and to have an impact on the people around you, right? That is, that is the goal. And I do not want to be the, the main focus of your relationship with God. I, I should never take the place of God in that sense. And, you know, we really do need to have the hearts of the Berean Jews that, uh, that, that Luke highlights in Acts 17, that even though the Apostle Paul was telling them about Jesus, they still went back and examined the scriptures to make sure that what he said was true. And that's really the, the conviction in the heart that each one of us should have, right? That it's, we're not following people, we're not following individuals, we're following Jesus. And so whenever we hear something that, um, you know, someone says about following Jesus or about what it means to glorify God in our lives, we need to make sure that it's backed up by scripture. And if it isn't, we need to develop a conviction about why we disagree with them. Not, not just disagree because it sounds wrong or because it's challenging to our character or because it's something we don't want to hear, but that we disagree and have a, a solid biblical reason for disagreeing. In episode number 102, we talked about death, we talked about how to process death, how to deal with death in our lives and in the lives of people that we know. And that there's kind of two different uh, feelings or emotions or, or uh, responses when somebody dies. On one hand, it's you, you want to grieve, you want to mourn, you want to uh, remember that person, and you want to uh, be empathetic with people that have lost someone. Um, but there is also a temptation as Christians that have our minds and our, and our eyes fixed on Jesus and that heaven is our ultimate resting place to, to kind of super spiritualize the, you know, death when it happens. And to, you know, if they're a Christian say, well, they're in a better place. So no need to, no need to mourn, no need to be sad. You know, you should just be able to move on and, you know, keep going and, and making disciples. But, uh, that's not really the best way to process it, but, you know, doing one or the other. There is a middle ground, and we saw that in Jesus in his interaction with Mary and Martha and in raising Lazarus from the dead. And really just some great takeaways about how to process death in a healthy way that doesn't stop us, doesn't halt our momentum in going and bearing fruit for God, but also allows us to be human and to properly process loss when it happens. And then yesterday, our longest non-interview episode to date, we talked about predestination and free will. And, and I didn't want to cut it short. I wanted to do my due diligence to give you as, uh, as well-rounded a picture as I possibly could about two different ideas that are very much at odds with each other, at least that's how it seems, but that are both very grounded in Scripture. So predestination uh, you know, is, is, and, and the, the doctrine of divine election is typically attributed to John Calvin. At least he was the one that made it popular. And that is the, the idea or the belief that God has chosen who will be saved. That before each and every one of us was born, God decided if we were going to be able to go to heaven or not. And that there's nothing that we can do to change that. But free will says that the invitation for salvation is available to anyone. Whoever wants to respond to the gospel, 
they have a chance. They have an opportunity to go to heaven as well. And so we looked at scriptures that support both. We picked, a, we, we picked those scriptures apart a little bit. And then we talked about what it means for us. What does it ultimately mean if predestination is true? And what does it ultimately mean if free will is true? Because they both seem to be true at the same time, even if they seem to contradict each other. And so hopefully that was a very enlightening episode. And at the end, uh, the, the main takeaway that I wanted to leave you with at the end of that episode is that these theological discussions about understanding God, about learning more about who God is and his interactions with us, they are not salvation issues. That regardless of if you are fully in the divine election camp or if you are fully in the free will camp or if you find yourself somewhere in the middle, that that is not a make or break thing when it comes to our salvation. That our purpose is not to gain lots of knowledge about God. Our purpose in being alive and being here and God creating us is to be in a relationship with God. So as long as we put theological discussions in their proper place and continue to actively pursue God regardless of where we stand or where we fall at any given point in time, that is what is truly important in the grand scheme of things. Well, that is it for this week. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like these. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.